Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Far Sector, Collecting Issues 1 to 12 of the 2021 DC Young Animal series by N.K. Jemison and Jamal Campbell. A very good Benjamin. Benjamin, regular listeners of Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book, book club, otherwise known as this podcast, this very podcast that you're listening to, yeah. they'll know that you told me a few months ago we were going to be reading, a few weeks ago in fact, we were going to be reading a comic book, an off-the-shelf Green Lantern DC comic book. And I said to you, Ben, you absolute son of a bitch, I have no time for off-the-shelf basic bitch Green Lantern comic books. <laughs> what do you mean, Michael? I've no time for that. I don't care what, what's no, going on in the mainline all- DC universe. The, the what, what is the mainline off-the-shelf DC universe, Michael? I don't know. I don't care what's going on in Green Lantern issue 426 and what he's doing on Clandathu. Well, Michael, I know that. That's why I got us to read Far Sector by N.K. Jemison and Jamal Campbell. You've done an L turny roundy on me. You've yeah. done a bloody switcheroo because I tell yeah. you what, Ben. This may be many things, but what it isn't is your Commoner Garden DC off-the-shelf Green Lantern superhero comic book. Michael, one of the things that puts me off the Green Lantern so often is the giant cannon behind him. And not the big green one he makes with his ring, Michael. The bloody litany of issues that have made up his universe. Ben, are there Green Lanterns? Are there White Lanterns? Are there Indigo Lanterns? What's going on with the Red Lanterns? What even is fear? So, Ben... This comic book, which you've given me. Yes. It is many things. A Commodore Garden Green Lantern comic book is not one of them. It's not one of them, Michael. Right down to the ring on her little finger. But I tell you what is one of them, Ben. Go on. It's the bloody manifesto. That's what it is. (laughs) Oh, Michael, there's some political bloody wingdinging going on here, isn't there? Oh, in the most basic of... It's 2019 to 2021, the manifesto. (laughs) It's, I hope, Ben, I hope if you're reading this, you are either American or so deep into the internet that you think you're American. Um, Yeah, I I do think, Michael, that it is a very alienating text. Yes, the Um, manifesto, just call it a very alienating manifesto, Ben, why don't you? um, And I don't mean alienating in the sense that it's set in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, very good. Wink. Full of aliens. (laughs) I see what you've done. Yeah. Uh, no, it is a very alienating text. Um, I think, look, DC knows what they're doing when they're hiring someone like N.K. Uh, Jemison. She's a sci-fi writer and world building and kind of political writing with a message is what she's known for. She's known for a bit of a manifesto scribble now and then. Yes, Benjamin, that is, I think, a key to my one thing I really want to get across from this. I don't begrudge this being a manifesto. No, I, I don't think it's... I, I think it works very well for what it is, actually. I think it's quite a quite a dense little text, Michael. Uh, right, okay. I, I, I don't necessarily... I've, I just found it all a little bit too on the nose, Ben. I think <laughs> I think the voter suppression, the, the e-voter suppression, oh, the line a... about they're suppressing the e-voters, that's when I put my... I picarded myself. I put my head <laughs> in my hands and I went, oh, this is going to age poorly. Dear. Yeah, I... Do you know what, Michael? This doesn't have much longevity in it. This is 2019 to 2021, the manifesto. Benjamin, like I was yeah. saying there, I don't begrudge it being a manifesto, and nor should you begrudge it being a manifesto. I do think it is aimed very much at the choir. 
This is... Mm. Um, mm. I, I don't know who the target audience of this is, but I don't think it is me, a 40-year-old Irish middle-class white man. No, nor I, a right. 30-year-old uh, lower middle-class <laughs> Irish man. Your house is bigger than mine. I've seen your house. Yeah, but I live with my mummy and daddy. Like oh, your mummy and daddy's house is bigger than mine. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that my, is my true. Mummy, my mummy and daddy's house is bigger than yours. Yes, that is uh, true. But it's not not really the same, is it? No, not really it's not the quite same. the same now that you mentioned it. Benjamin. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you can't begrudge it that. Um, the, the interesting position we find ourselves in in our little hobby of spending money shouting into the ether as yeah. readers readers and collectors and critiques of comic books is sometimes you read a thing that's not aimed at you. And were I not doing Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, I think when they said they're suppressing the e-voters, I think that would have been the final straw. You would have just given up? I would have just said, oh, that's enough for me. Thank you very much. 2021's manifesto. I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we we are not the intended audience, Michael. Um, but it does. It, I think it's kind of it's quite interesting that you said it's aimed at the converted. Yes. Th- th- nobody is reading this and going, "Ha, huh, ha!" Huh, I like to we rethink sh- my uh, my race relations. I Maybe we shouldn't uh, suppress uh, black voters. Or I hadn't you know, of it until you put it in terms of imagine if black people were electricity. <laughs> I haven't thought about it until then, but now that I have, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on, for, on board with this. This not is not on. voters. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. Look, it's it's an interesting one. I think um, for fans of of this type of comic, um, that is to say, a manifesto comic, mm. um, it's right up there. It's it's a it's a very luxurious little piece. It's right up there with uh, with what's his name's it's right up there with V for Vendetta as Alan Moore's anarchist manifesto yes or on the nose as you like to call it <laughs> I mean I, at least there's a certain amount of I'm trying to be fair here because I do find V for Vendetta a bit on the nose <laughs> it, it, that's because it is yeah it's it's about as on the nose as this it's um, it's one this is one person's political view and that's not to say that their political view is wrong or it's not even to say that I don't share their opinion on a lot of things but it is one person's political view manifesting as a story I've said I, manifesting I, there I think I meant masquerading um, I'm going to leave it as manifesting I, I, I think that um N.K. Jemison really hits the B in subtlety when she says it. She just says subtlety. Subtlety. Uh, Benjamin. Um, yeah. Benjamin. Animal yeah. Farm is a manifesto. <laughs> okay, Animal Farm is an anti-communist manifesto. and it's still a know, manifesto. It's though. still a manifesto. Being a manifesto doesn't preclude something from being, um, from being a good work of art or being yeah. engaging. Yeah. I, I think this... I think one of the things this does very well... Um, as we hinted at at the beginning of this episode, is it frees itself from the frankly bloated, convoluted body of work that is the Green Lantern history. Benjamin, it doesn't free himself from it. This is a this is a, this is a Greg Lantern fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, no. This is a Green Lantern fan fiction. They've the the writer of this, N. K. Jemison, I believe, is the name of the writer of this, has gone. I like a lot of the Green Lantern stuff, but some of it doesn't work for the story I want to tell. So can I have another but more different but cooler Green Lantern, please? Yes, you can. And they've got DC. yeah, yeah. You do you do whatever you want. Um you, N. K. You, Jemison. 
you sell us, you sell, you put your political manifesto in this comic book and sell us a massive capitalist corporation. You sell us a load of copies. Um, so what I what I think is interesting about it is um, Sojourner herself. I, I don't, I'm not sure how to say that. Is it Sojourner? Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> finds herself in the far sector and the city of Enduring. And oh, that rubbed me the wrong way. Go I on. thought that was the shittest name for a city mm. I'd ever fucking heard. Other than bloody um, Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Uh, but one of the things I find interesting here, Michael, is the world building. So if you read the... The introduction at the start of this comic. I very much didn't. Thank by you for one Gerard, <laughs> by one Gerard Path. Yeah, um, very clever. You'll you'll find that he goes on about N.K. Jemisin's ability to build a world and make it engaging and come up with a brand new concept. I have to say, Michael, yeah. I don't know what he's on about. <laughs> well, he's Gerard Way, you see. Maybe he lost I, his way. I don't understand because the world building here, Michael, is. Not deep. <laughs> I actually like the word. The, the thing is, okay, we've had a bit of a rant about it being a manifesto. And it's okay. a manifesto, Ben. It's undeniably a manifesto. Yeah. I said to you, Ben, by text message, I swear to God, Benjamin, if it turns out that she has ADHD and that makes her less effective Green Lantern, but she uses willpower to overcome it, I'm giving up on this. But it, it didn't go down that route, but it went down some similarly themed routes. Benjamin. Yeah. It definitely seemed to be going that way. Do you remember towards the beginning of the comic, she couldn't really control her um her green lantern powers and yeah, things seemed to happen from things distracting her and there was a little alien man on her chair and there were too many hands when she made a big hand. Yeah, it was a whole thing. There was a whole thing. I think that might be coming back in the sequel. But anyway, what was I saying? Uh you were saying that you'd really had enough of this and frankly <laughs> why can't why can't Green Lantern be white? I think is what you said. <laughs> I wasn't um, saying that. Well, when is saying, a white middle class Irishman going to get a power ring? Was exactly. another thing that you That's, said. Uh, as as on the nose as that criticism is, Ben, there, <laughs> there is a panel where her mother doesn't get a job because a white middle class man threatens to sue for anti-white male discrimination. And you know what I did, Ben? I did this. <laughs> you picarded yourself again. Yeah, once or I twice. picarded myself again. I went, "Oh, okay, we're doing we're doing straw men, are we in the comic? We're doing comic book straw men. Brilliant." I, I think that really boils down to representation in panels, doesn't it? Like it's it's giving people a chance to see their own experience brought to life, however heavy-handed it might be in places, Michael. And <laughs> I don't that, think we get to say much. I, I I'm not sure we get to weigh in too much, seeing as we we don't have much of that experience ourselves. No, but. I think we get to weigh in as much as we do on anything that's about American social issues because American social issues don't affect us. Um, obviously, as a kind of cultural hegemony that it is, yeah. unfortunately, in my opinion. And I know I, I, say, I know the irony of that coming from someone who does a comic book podcast, a bi-weekly comic book, book club, in fact, about mostly American topics. Not exclusively, but mostly. I understand we wouldn't exist without hegemony. <laughs> we wouldn't understand. We wouldn't. We, what would we be doing? What would we be talking about? Garfield? Is that American? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Could be Canadian. But, yeah, so... What was I saying? I was saying that, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think... I don't think that we can't talk about it. We have to talk about it. We've had two very chaotic episodes, Michael, to start yeah, off yeah. the new year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, what did you like about the world building then? Because you, you, you said I that like was the a world building. I like the predatory plants who are vegetarians now. Yeah, and they were good, weren't they? Even though I hated the name Atat, and I hated yeah. the name of every single character that they came up with, 
I thought it was a very interesting sci-fi concept of how information could be sentient. And Mm. I know we've seen sentient computers and sentient programs before, but it was one of my favourite handlings of that as a as a sci-fi concept yeah i i liked the 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 na which again i hate the name of almost everything in this yeah um, it's pretty bad to to use its own language against it almost everything is named just so extra yeah it's a little over the top it's friend. everything is so extra to use yeah. this comic's own language against it um but the na were very much um they were straight out of saga yeah they are saga they're they're the the old uh What's your man? Whatever what is it, the horn, the horn-headed fella, and I the wingy fellas, whatever the wingy fellas, the wingy fellas, whatever everyone is, the moonies or the Landies. the moonies. I don't, are, I don't remember. I can't remember. Benjamin, yeah. there's a ferocious bang of saga off this in many aspects. There's a whack of saga off this, Michael. But I like the I like the Atats. I hate the name. I hate the name. I hate the I hate that her best friend character is called Can Has, and it's I Can Has Earth. Oh, I Can absolutely. Has Earth memes. Absolutely, get out of here and get in the bin, please, for the love of all that's holy. But um, I quite like the planet. I like the concept of a kind of a trilogy of aliens growing up in a solar system together and having mm. to come to an unsteady peace. I thought that was quite good. And yeah, there, there were there were aspects of it that I really did quite enjoy. Yeah, I think the art goes a long way to helping us oh. g- engage with that world. Oh. Jamal Campbell kind of oh. smashes it. Benjamin, um, the art yeah. in this is spectacular. 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 Joe is easily my favourite visual Green Lantern that I've ever seen in a comic book. It's kick-ass. Absolutely <laughs> spectacular. Incredible character design. Um, Just... Stunning! It's stunning art. The anatomy, Ben. The anatomy. Oh, such anatomy, man. Such anatomy, Ben. The fashion, Ben. The haircuts. The look. Her her Green Lantern glasses are incredible. Uh, like, yeah, they're a real nice thing as well. They're just fun to look at. <laughs> Benjamin, you said to me um, before this that she was your favorite visual Green Lantern since Guy Gardner with the bowl cut. Yeah, I mean it's iconic. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, Ben. The fat look. Who am I to be talking about fashion, Ben? Look at the absolute fucking state of me. I I'm, think you look quite trim. Th- well, no, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all all right shape. But Ben, I'm wearing pajamas with a hoodie over it. At half Michael, past it's been seven. a long day. It's been a very long day. So who am I to comment <laughs> about fashion? But every panel where she went out in the rain, and she gave herself like a Greg Lantern um, poncho, raincoat, or umbrella, or fashionable rain hat. Oh, mamma mia. Such design. Chef's kiss. Incredible stuff. Um, I, I, I tell you, one of the panels that I really enjoyed, Michael, is when we're getting a history of the, the kind of uh, triple-tiered society. Yes. And we get to see the plants in their kind of carnivorous form. Oh, they're no, they're no use. They're coming at you with big spiky thorns. The anatomy, Michael. The anatomy. Oh. Um, so good. I think it has a... a I, it's funny that you mentioned the rain because it constantly rains in Enduring. Mm. Um, and it has such a Blade Runner feel to it in those first issues. Um, I think it sheds it as it goes along. Right, but that, right. that first issue is a, is a Deckard tracking down a replicant. Oh, um, straight, visual, straight out of it. This like, thing, it's a visual powerhouse of a thing. Cyber okay. noir. Oh, <laughs> Beyond the, belief. Like. The, the design of the main character is just... Spectacular, yeah. One Absolutely of, one of the incredible. Thing, 
one of the things we often look for on this here podcast, Michael, collecting issues, the bi-weekly comic book, Com- book, book club. Book club, yeah. Is we look for face differentiation. Oh. And Michael, so many different faces. Such everyone, distinct characters. Everyone has a different face, Ben. Everyone has their own face. Incredible. Um, okay, now... As, as much as we're singing the praise of the incredible Ben, this is one of the best looking comics I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really good. It is one and of the best. Oh, it's 12 ahead. consistent issues of it. Non-stop quality, <laughs> top to bottom, just... 12 entire issues. Um, I, I, I demand an action figure of uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Lantern. Let's that would be it. your first DC action figure, wouldn't it? No, no, I've got a few Batman around All right, the that's place fair. and I've got a... Uh, a Superman or two but um, oh yeah incredible stuff Ben um, the aliens the aliens a little bit more generic well yeah, yeah unfortunately like do they have a nose or do they not have a nose yeah um, they, have, they have big long flat noses yeah are they sexy or are they not sexy it depends everyone's on who sexy ask. Ben everyone's sexy everyone's kind of sexy everyone is sexy uh, there's there's sexy lesbians there's sexy bisexuals there's sexy straight people everyone's, there's sexy counsellors everyone's as sexy as you want Ben plants can have a go at you you can have a go at plants uh, yeah there's a, there is a touch of the Mary Sue's about the main character everyone wants a go of her Everyone wants to go of Sojourner. Although I suppose if you grew up in a closed solar system where you only get to see the same three species again and again, yeah. and then an Earth woman came along, yeah. it might pique your interest. It might, Ben, but have you ever seen the film E.T.? Yes. Yeah, you grew up your whole life around humans. Did you still want to fuck him? No, not once. Yeah, you see? Never once. <laughs> Never once. Never Ignore once. that fanfic that you Don't can look at down. my search history. No, <laughs> not once. Not once. Um... Yeah, I I mean, oh, the arts, Michael. So good. Come here to me. What did you think of the different conceits that we got in this? Because we got, we got quite a few. We got the exploit. What did you think of the exploit? Yeah, it's Ben, it's just Vulcans, isn't it? It's just, just Vulcans, innit? They're just Vulcans, mate, innit? They're just Vulcans. Innit? It's like, oh, emotions is bad and stuff, innit? But, you know, oh. it's, it's 2019, innit, mate? Fucking, you can be emotional if you want, mate. You've got them emotional dampeners on, mate, innit? Yeah, it's all yeah. right to cry, mate. Fucking manly man, fucking cry 2021, mate. Why are we? That's, why are that's we the being... worst accent I've ever heard. What are we um, doing? <laughs> the exploit's an interesting concept. I think I, the only thing that saved it for me, Michael, is that it was hoisted upon that society. Yeah, they or didn't fo- like it. Foisted upon? Uh, troisted upon. Troisted upon that Moisted society, upon Michael. Them, I believe. <laughs> no, uh, I was going to make a horrible joke there. I'm not going to do it anymore. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think one of the interesting things is that nobody asked for it. No. Um, and then... It actually works, so society goes, okay, well, I, I guess we should keep it, mm. maybe. Except nobody's really following the rules, Michael. Nobody really cares. Nobody cares for it very much, Ben. Everybody's having some drugs, and mm. they're switching it off. That's another thing that pissed me off. Why would you call your drug switch off? What a because shit name for a drug. It switches off the exploit, Ben. I know, but it's such a shit name for a drug, Michael. Well, <laughs> Switch off. If you're from the space future, you can. Oh no, it's the space now. If you're ever from yeah. space now, Ben, you can decide what to call your own drugs. Yeah, there's no future, Michael. It's now. It's, it's happening now. now. Yeah, it's space now. It is a bit funny that this this alliance of races is so powerful and so important, and yet we've never heard of them battling Superman or ever, ever. Like they're not that important, are they? Not once. Not nah. I, I think that's an interesting thing as well, though, and I'm not I'm not certain, Michael, that it's not part of the manifesto. The manifesto, all right, go on. Because they are an absolute outsider society. 
right. um, that have been deemed either too savage or mm-hmm. too uncivilized at one point. Yeah. And then simply left to their own devices to evolve in their own time. Yes. It's kind of like a post-colonial wet dream, if you will. Mm. Imagine if people had come to Africa, say, yes. and yes, just let example. it be. Mm. Would you get perhaps a space Wakanda? Mm. Is that what you'd get? Apparently um, not. Apparently, maybe, sort of. Um, because it is a very advanced society at the point we meet it. Um, but is it, though? Because they don't engage in emotions, and they seem to think that Sojourner is some kind of special person because she just wallows in emotion. Yeah. I mean, is it, though, Ben? Because it's not. Surely the, the, the kratocracy or whatever they're called, they're the English. They created America. Yeah, they're not great. And then the the three races are essentially the three races of America. Now, it's not as on the nose as that. It's not as on the nose as the abomination of a film on Netflix, Bright, where <laughs> the orcs were Latinos. Yeah, that's it. Like, that's all they are. That's it's it, just, yeah. <laughs> that's it, they're just Latinos. You, okay, listen, it's like now, but instead of Latinos, they're orcs. What do you think of that? It's not quite, it's not quite that on the nose. Thank Christ. It would but, have been a tough read if it was. Michael. Oh, God, imagine. Imagine if, um, Ben, I can't abide by the internet slang. I just can't abide by it. Uh, it it's just going to date it very rapidly, Michael. Um, it, it's not going to last very long. Um, it, it relies very heavily on meme culture. There's a whole meme economy, literally, mm. in this. Um, and the at-ats. But, persevere- but yeah. they didn't have the cojones to put some actual memes in it. They didn't do it once. They it was like my dad's once. understanding of memes. It was very strange, uh, and I don't know if that's—I don't know if that's a reflection on N.K. Jemison or maybe she wrote it when some of that slang was in, and it just didn't date well. Because trying to keep up with internet slang, Michael, folly, folly—it yeah. is never going to uh, pan out too well. Folly, absolute yeah. folly. Yeah, it's never going to pan out too well. Come here to me. What did you think of the characterization and the dialogue? Oh, was there dialogue? I yeah, thought it was. <laughs> you missed that because of all the great uh, art. Oh, oh, did you see the art, Ben? Very did you good. see the designs? It's very oh, good. my God. Such designs. Especially the main character, Ben. The main character is incredible. She Benjamin. Is. Yeah. I could take or leave the main character. She is your classic. Um, she She's a bit too good to be true. Yeah. What does, yeah. She, what does she learn or overcome in this? Um, what sort of arc does she have in this? I'm great. Oh, wait, maybe I'm not. No, I am. Never mind. No, I am. I'm so great, in fact. Um, I, I've, been, I'm, I'm, I've been made so great by my struggles as an American. Yeah. That, that what they need in this society is for an American to come and shout at them oh. until they realise how they're wrong. Oh, no. It, I had such... It was, oh, I didn't notice that. Oh. You know? It's like... <laughs> The, the the trials oh, and tribulations no. I've had as an American, as a, you know, as an American, like, foreign operative in in Afghanistan. She's the CIA, yes. She, she's in the army. She's like, she's an occupying force in another country. And then she, you know, she's involved in police brutality in America. And all of these things, all of these struggles that living as an American have put upon her, have put her in a uniquely powerful position as an American to go... And proselytize at aliens until they act more like Americans should (laughs) and sort their shit out. Uh, Oh, no, please, no, shut up. Even as as you say that, 
the the key conceit behind the city of enduring is that it's remained the same for 500 years mm. or more Very I rich. It was a thousand it was at a thousand I, I, I thought, thought it was so. 500. Doesn't matter. The, Doesn't matter. Because my point is, it's very interesting for a country that's barely 200 years old yes. <laughs> to start waltzing up to a society that's gone through way more trials and tribulations mm. and be like, here, come here. Ah, you, yeah. you don't know how to suffer. Let yeah. me show you how to suffer. The things I've learned from suffering as an, as an American, I tell you, they could solve intergalactic issues. <laughs> it's just so... It's just oh. so... It's just so... Um, Triumphantly America centric. Yeah. It's oh, it, yeah, yeah. Look, anyway, um, who else is in it? Are there other characters? I didn't think there were really much in the way of characters per se. No, they're all kind of, I suppose, chess pieces that M.K. Jemison moves around a board so that mm. her story gets to a, a point. Um, I think we have the council members, yes. um, we have sexy council member from the NA. Oh, he's so sexy, man. We have at a council member who's a paddy. I would argue, Ben, that he was too sexy, in my opinion. He, I, I thought he was a bit lecherous. <laughs> I yeah. was reading it going, this is just, he's just smarmy. Like, I don't know mm. if there's anything sexy about this man. Too sexy. Did you see his beard? Mmm. Mm. Look at that too silken se- beard. Too sexy, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, and he turns out to be a bit of an arsehole. Um, or does he? Or does he? I mean, who's to say, Michael? Who's to Have say? to wait for volume two. Um, we got that. We got uh, Plant Boy number one, mm-hmm. who was a bit gruff around the edges, but turns out was all right, but then yeah. he died. He'd eat you as soon as look at you. Eat you as soon as look at you. We have Can Has, who is actually quite an enjoyable character, except for the name. Oh, absolute inexcusable. Uh, then we have the, the female alien love interest. Yes, Fez. Fez. Faz. Faz. Whatever. Let me check. It's interesting. For me, that was a weird tipping point where it was like, she was like, yeah, I tried it on with Faz. It didn't work. Um, So now I'm going for the council member, but I still like Faz. And I was just like, wow, this is is very, everybody really does love Sojourner. (laughs) Yeah. I I read that down and went, ah, okay. I understand where we are. (laughs) I I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I suppose there aren't many characters in the way of um, actually fleshed out beings. We have mouthpieces that kind of step in from time to time. Mm. Um, I tell you, one of the most confusing ones for me, Michael, was the peace officer and the at-at peace officer who originally were going to gun down the entire crowd. Yeah, and then did. And then did until Sojourner yeah. stepped in. But then at the end of it, they suddenly have a change of heart because the council is corrupt. No, it's because they learned to be more perfect Americans. Oh, okay. Sorry, they got they 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 ended up being Americans. Yeah, oh, they they learned some they learned some twenty twenty one American liberal values and that sorted okay. everything out. Well, Michael, I tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna take this podcast in a right wing American direction because that oh, seems right. to get a, that seems to get a lot of Spotify deals and stuff. <laughs> so we're the Joe Rogan Comic Book Book Club. <laughs> we're gonna do that. Um, listen, Michael, we're gonna we're gonna bring it to an end here. So let's do our, our last few rounds of question here. Any particular panels that stuck out to you? Any of that art that really burned art. into your oh, retinas? Ben, some of this art was incredible. I found the um the I found the fight scenes a bit muddy. I'll be honest. Okay. So the fight scenes I didn't love, but my absolute favorite, to the point that 
this is frameable artwork in my opinion is mm. when she is um when she's going out into the rain and she makes herself an umbrella and mac and fancy hat yes it's very good it's an incredible bit of art it's i'm trying to find it for you ben i'm trying to find where it is but i can't find where it is but it was absolutely my favorite little moment in the entire thing i also like the little i didn't like to be honest the pop culture references non-stop um yeah they were a bit heavy but i i did enjoy the the little matrix one at the start of issue two or three maybe there was a morpheus michael it was a little morpheus moment but she yeah. was in uh in green lantern green yeah it was good look at that ben look at that what well, a design yeah it's no it's magnificent it look really at that. is look at that back cover it really ben. is magnificent what flipping character work it's in Croyable. It's really good. It's ridiculously good. It's um, so good. Well done to Jamal Campbell. Um, will you be picking up Volume 2 or will you be following up with this? Because I'm not certain it's getting a Volume 2 so much as Sojourner is going to be kept in the DC universe. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you. Okay, no, thank you. I've enough. got the message. Thank you very much. Um, and Yeah, uh, I suppose that brings, brings us to the end. Benjamin, Ladies, yes. Benjamin, can I just say something? Yeah. Can I just say one thing? Go on. I mostly agree with the manifesto. I, uh, no, neither of us are in disagreements with the manifesto, Michael. <laughs> That's the thing that I want to make abundantly clear about this. We probably it's, should have put this at the start of the episode. Yeah, no, fuck it. Like, if uh, <laughs> if if people are angry at us and then don't listen to our full thoughts, that's their own problem. Um, Fair. I 90% agree with the manifesto. It's just... The handling of the manifesto. It's just... the The... the the manifesto just soars above everything else in this to the point where it's just constant head and hands. I one of one of my one of the things that will almost instantly make me put down a comic is if someone uses the term mansplaining. It's <laughs> you just, just don't like that, dude. I just it's twenty twenty one it's twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one pop culture put down one oh one and it's just instantly just oh no. Oh, I hate it. So, I agree with the manifesto, Ben. I don't think the police should be brutal. Well, manifesto is not part of the manifesto, but it's just part of the overall culture. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't think the police should... There should be police brutality against uh, people of any race. They should probably knock it off. Yeah, they should probably give over with that. Yeah, keep Um, that fucking over, lads. I think we might be the first lads to have come up with that. We're going to get that on (laughs) t-shirts, ladies and gentlemen. Give it the fuck over, lads. Um, Fucking knock it off. (laughs) Knock that shit off. Um, It's no good. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Should police brutality be stopped? Um, (laughs) Are you for or against police brutality? (laughs) Let us know in a couple of different places. Uh, now, do actually give us your opinions on this particular comic, ladies and gentlemen. You can get in touch with us in a couple of different ways. You can find us on the interwebs at www.shomrabyog.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means tiny room in Irish. does indeed. You can also find us yeah. on Instagram at, yes. uh, at Collecting Issues Podcast. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. I have stuff to go though. So I'm gonna oh, start posting. Good. Gonna start posting this very evening, Michael. Oh, very um, good. So you're very gonna good. see a bunch of stuff coming uh, soon. We got a pa- Papa's got a brand new bag, Michael. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna not see calling how you Papa. Goes. I don't care how. Many no, you you shouldn't. no, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. My name from now on is Can Has Memes, um, <laughs> and I will. Uh, that is the only podcast co-host name I will answer to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> the best place to get in touch with us, to hear our opinions, to give us your opinions, which yeah, matter more even more, more, more importantly, importantly uh, is on our Discord. Get up on that Discord, baby. Hop up on it. Yeah, hop up on it. You can join us, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks' time, where we will be discussing Astonishing X-Men, Volume 1, by Joss Whedon and John oh, Cassidy. No. Yeah, <laughs> Another no. manifesto. Another manifesto. So but we'll this see you time, then. the mutant manifesto. Space is now, Michael. Space is now. Space is now. <laughs>